Hello, and welcome to the Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Anna. It's good to have you here. This episode may include affiliate links. And remember, this is not legal or financial advice. Now let's start the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm Anna. Welcome back. This is episode 34, and today we're going to be talking about the basics, what a blog is, how does it work, and overall information. So glad that you're here. If you want to find the show notes, it's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes 34. So we're going to start off with just overall just giving a general summary of what a blog is. So a blog is an, it could be an online diary or a journal that you can share with others. It's publicly accessible. And most blog owners typically set their blogs for private or public access, depending on what people in general they want to view them. Some people, it might be, you know, completely personal information, and maybe it's just being shared with a couple family members. For example, when there's a family trip or a car trip somewhere, that might be one way that a blog can start. Another way is when it's public, uh, this is everybody can see it and find, you know, what links you're using and what's available, other business websites and your email, stuff like that. Now, the main sections of a blog is the about me section, which talks about who the author is, who's posting, uh, what is it about the business that people need to know. The contact page is page for visitors. If they have any questions or comments, they can easily get back to you in a private way. Media pages, so you're able to show your media kit so that you can, you know, put your photos, your videos, your podcast, whatever is relevant to your brand and get, you know, people to maybe do a pitch for you or grow your audience out. Then you have the post and the post refers to individual entries into that blog. Some people are lean heavily into pictures and videos. Those are more used by cooking communities, uh, staging, photography, and other bloggers like myself are more text-based. It just really depends on how you want to communicate and what you're communicating as well. And the last really important page to your blog would be your privacy policy or just your policies in general. But the privacy policy is something that you have to have for sure. That's just everybody if you live in California. So it's when the publisher is permitted to use personal information of readers who are using the blog readers' guidelines on how they can limit their exposure to future marketing. So very important pages. A guide to starting a successful blog. Let's dive into how to start a, a blog that succeeds. Well, there's a you know, there, there's a short list of blog categories that you can choose from. Sometimes you can even morph some of them. So you have like your how-to blogs where you teach some type of skill or task like programming or repairing electronics. A what blog is usually a blog where people are using usually rating products like terrible or excellent. Some of the most popular areas that what blogs really thrive in is 
product review blog, a company comparison, a resume, real estate blogs. So all of those is, is, are pretty good, uh, do really well with web blogs. You have the review blogs, which are, you know, four out of five stars, or just your personal opinion. You have your funny blogs, which can be topics that include relationship problems, current event, personal anecdotes. And within funny blogs, you have things like, you know, you could do the joke of the day, stretch, I'm sorry, sketch of the day, uh, a poop poll where people just enter, get polled, maybe the comic of the day. Poetry blogs is another kind of department of blogs that you can go into. And these usually express emotion in an artistic way could be lyrics, could be poems, could be free verse, you know, it could be a ton of different things. You have quote blogs that give motivational quotes every day and how people can use them, philosophers, celebrities. You have travel blogs, which are now picking up a bit more since the pandemic. These travel blogs can be just authors' travels, maybe focusing on food, culture, experiences. You have political bloggers, which there's always... Um, you know, this is kind of an ongoing, like relevant type of blog, which is, you know, a place where a blogger might express their views and opinions about an author or a political topic uh, or just kind of everything maybe in that realm. They can use their websites usually to leverage things like web content, uh, ebooks promotional tools that can help them. Now, on a lighter note, <laughs> there's also a food blog, which is, you know, how do you stay healthy? What are the key ingredients to, you know, a certain dish uh, or, you know, focusing on cultures or maybe on hot weather, cold weather, cooking for a family of five, maybe. There's online diary where you just, you know, simply record your everyday thoughts and events. Fashion blogs tend to do really well as well. And this is where you can put things like, you know, fashion, style, just expressing yourself in the most creative way. There's lifestyle blogs, which can be of current events, uh, monthly reflections. Uh, overall, it's you're thinking about what type of blog you want to make. And it's important that you consider the topics that are already out there so that you know, you know, sort of like how to move between lanes. Of course, some of them could be meshed and you can completely make your own genre, uh, but it's good to know. I hope that was helpful. Now, I definitely think that everybody can start blogging and I think it's a good skill and a good pastime. And, you know, when you start a blog for a business, there's advantages like a flexible schedule where you can completely live your own life and still have income uh, coming in, which is another plus, right? That it could potentially generate income and, and it could, you know, if at least, you know, pay the bills or vacation, save up for retirement, you know, it's just depending on your goals. And you have a virtual community that's interested in at least one of the topics that you like. <laughs> and so you're able to connect with people on that certain topic. And it, it makes it more enjoyable than maybe other ways uh, to 
engage with the virtual community. And do bloggers get paid? I mean, yeah, we do get paid. Uh, some of the ways that bloggers make money is through ads, um, just selling off white space in your website. Affiliate marketing, it's when bloggers recommend products or services and they get a percentage of uh, the profits. Partnerships, it's, you know, you do something for someone, someone else does something for you and you kind of climb up or get more clout because of that, like working with an influencer or you maybe being the influencer. Physical products and services, I mean, there's always, you know, tax write-offs, but also you could have, you know, you, you could make a product or even offer a service and it might be, you know, become more, make profit a lot faster than if you were to start without a type of background in the online world. Making that conversion from readers to clients also gives you income as well. And now for a break, stay with us. Hey, it's Anna, and the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Hosting your website just got easier. With Cloudways, I was able to set up my website in no time. Their easy-to-navigate features make hosting a website of breeze. So stop by bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways for your free three-day trial. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash C-L-O-U-D-W-A-Y-S. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways. So there's certain differences that I want to keep in mind between a blogger and a blogging business owner. So blogging is more about publishing content, um, usually on a shared hosting platform. They tend not to own their own, the own rights to their work, maybe inconsistent and then usually write for themselves and about their experience. Now, blogging business owners are different. That is, you know, people or a group of people and an identity that publishes content consistently. It's usually self-hosted. They own their own rights to their work. They write for their subscribers. They promote their work, make money, may hire additional support, support content that serves their audience and may extend to podcasts, workshops, ebooks, fee-based services, and are entrepreneurs first and content creators second, which is key to being a blogging business owner is being able to handle the administration and creative side of the house. It doesn't necessarily have to be you, but you are expected to keep up with the language and the ideas that are going up. Now, one of the biggest questions about being a blogging business owner is, 
the hosting platform. There's a ton of, you know, websites that can help you with the hosting platform. But I think the thing that you have to look for is, do they offer a free trial? Is it easy to use? Is it a monthly fee-based service? Is it scalable, flexible, has fast fast load speed, can be securely shared with a developer you know, if needed, and offer supports? I think those are the main areas that you want to look for when you are identifying a hosting service. And Cloudways uh, is an affiliate that I work with who offers all of this. So if you want to give them a try, it's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways. I'd love to hear your experience with them. So far, I've had a great experience. I My website has been up. You know, I've been absent for a month and I haven't had the chance to check on it. And Everything has been working and I'm just glad that I'm, if I need to go on a break, you know, Cloudways is there to support my business. Then the next thing is WordPress and you can use others, but WordPress is really, well, it's free <laughs> and it works pretty good. So it's open source solution. Most bloggers use this and Cloudways, you can set it up in really a step or two. You'll also have to think about a theme you know, give yourself time to work with your theme. The thing that I would recommend with themes is if you are going to put it up yourself, use a pro theme. You have supporting files and services for 60 day access to customer service. Make sure you have a reliable provider, has fast load speed and a responsive theme. You want to make sure that they have all those qualities uh, before purchasing. Now, if you're a beginner at creating your own website, you might just choose to go with the Divi theme. It's just so much easier to work with. It's beautiful. It's, you just click to, you know, you click a couple buttons. It's great. Um, it's easy to customize and you don't have as flexibility as when you are building your own website from scratch, but there is a ton of flexibility with Divi. So that would be my first recommendation. If you have, you know, advanced skills and you want to go for a more advanced theme, the Genesis themes are super popular and it's one that I use myself and it's very customizable. And then if you do not want to create your own website and you want to go with a developer, it usually at its cheapest, it's about $1,500 to $3,000 for your website. Of course, there's more premium, but it, it, it tends to start at that price range uh, with with a experienced developer and you know if you are going to work with a developer I do suggest that you own the theme um, not them in case there's some type of like license that needs to be renewed uh, you don't want that to be holding you up so make sure you own your own theme that you're communicating uh, because they understand development and what is possible and not possible and you understand your vision so it's important to communicative and have a good relationship uh, where people are heard and you can freely speak uh, about what you'd like in a respectful and kind manner uh, because you both have your own expertise and then you want to check in so you want to look at the hours build and the progress that is being made on your website. So just because 
hours are being billed, it doesn't always correlate with meaningful progress on a website. So you just want to make sure that you're checking in, you're giving as much support as possible, and that you understand uh, what the timeline looks like. And then you start and grow your blog today. Some of the ways that you can do that is you start with a content calendar. So you map out when are your blog posts, you know, thinking about your whole business. So for me, it has been a blog post, a podcast episode, social media, launches, sales, important dates, YouTube videos, lives, you know, so that's sort of my business and your business might look a little bit different, but you want to make sure that you are tracking every one of those elements so that everything is in sync. Kind of like get a little bit more in depth in these areas. I do encourage you to sign up for my newsletter where I do simplify, kind of go step by step uh, into some of these skills. And so you can sign up for that at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash substack. And that would be a good, or actually go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. That would be a great uh, way to start. Now, what types of blogs make the most amount of money? You know, it's hard to say. There is a study that was done uh, in 2018. It's not an official study. It's just, you know, someone who went across and looked at different blogs. That doesn't invalidate it. It it just says that at the time, that's the information that was available to this person. So his name's Brandon Gale, and you can find him at brandongale.com. And in 2018, he looked at different blogs and he found out that uh, the percentage of blogs who make over $2,000 a month lies in food, making 17%, travel, 11%, mommy blogs, 12%, lifestyle, 15%, 21% marketing, and 24% personal finance. And out of all those, the medium monthly income for major blogging niches was with the highest food at 9169 the second one was personal finance at a close 9100 then lifestyle and mommy are basically the same 5100 travel 5000 and then marketing 4200 still significant but it's just the niche really uh, matters and you know how find out which blog posts can earn more money well blogging is a great way to make money online uh, but it's really about your experience and you know what we've seen so far is that blogs that do well solve readers problems those have been the blogs that have been the most profitable of any type of blog. And so I want to invite you to go ahead and visit bloggingbusinessowner.com slash 34, where you will also find the tips and frequently asked questions. So much. I appreciate your time and your patience. And I'm so glad to be with you again. All right, take care. Thank you for connecting with us. It's always a pleasure and privilege to share time with you. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform where you can consume our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and comment on the blog post. You can find the show notes by going to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. I'm your co-host, Anna. 
and this is your co-host Chaitanya. Thanks for joining us and listening to us today. I hope you have a wonderful day. So, as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.